Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mike, how's pussy ball going? <laughs> I don't know nothing about the sport. And that's <laughs> you know nothing about soccer. I'm, you know, I don't know. I've been going off sides. I think I, they're starting to boo me because I just continually going off sides. Oh, boy. Uh, can't kick. I'm still learning that. Oh, oh see, there it is. Off sides again. <laughs> um, I'm losing 7 nothing right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Super Bowl 48 in a nutshell. <laughs> 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 It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, you sexy human beings. We're back. Uh, so, there would have been four of us here, but Mikey is a new father. So, good for him. Congrats to our, congrats, congrats to our buddy Mikey. Mikey. Hell yeah! Tending to his garden of life, he had a brand new baby boy, Giovanni Roger Tinetti. Welcome to this fucked up world. What <laughs> <laughs> to yep. say? Welcome to 2040. <laughs> yeah, not a great time to be born, but that kid's gonna be a stud either way. He's adorable, and he takes after his father. And Mike's gonna be a great father, so Absolutely. I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna grow up to be one of the good ones. And let's hope he doesn't turn into one of the NBA players that are that are very shitty today. Oh God! Can we touch you on mean the entire? There? Yes, we'll touch on we'll touch on the entire NBA because you know how people love and adore the NBA players. They're such shitty people. Well, the whole league in the general league is sleazy as fuck. Yes. Can we talk about for one second here? I just want to touch on their jerseys online. Did Please? you know that you can't make a Blue Lives Matter nope. NBA jersey? No. You can't write a Hong Kong Matters NBA jersey on it. They won't print it. No. They won't make that jersey. Yeah, I saw it. So Hong Kong, Hong Kong lives don't matter. Their cause doesn't matter. But black lives matter. Let's think about that for a second. Because in Hong Kong, they're being oppressed way more than they are in America. People have it fucking good in America. In Hong Kong, they, they, they're they in a fucked up spot. And the NBA turns their back on it because they make all their money from China. You can't even have a sign in a stadium without getting thrown out. But, now, but, but when it comes to your cause, when it comes to your cause, and somebody doesn't listen to your cause... It's all about how everybody's racist and nobody will let them do their human rights of protesting and this and that. Yo, it is. It's fucking stupid. The NBA is looking this terrible. This whole thing is stupid. Well, we all thought, like, the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, was not looking too good. 
and then you look at the NBA situation, it's like, hold my beer. Like, good God. Oh, yeah, exactly. Did you know you can't even make a Trump 2020 NBA jersey? <laughs> they won't even let you. Like, what the fuck? Oh, They're no. literally telling you what you can and cannot fucking like. You go on NFL.com, you can write... There are people that have done it. They have fucked the Patriots. And Tom Brady sits when he pees. And Tom Brady is a fucking faggot. You can write that and print it because they love money. Well, you could also write the Washington Crackers on there. Oh, don't print that in the NBA. Don't print that in a heartbeat. They'll print the Washington Bullets, too. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to try Irish Lives Matter see what happens. <laughs> good luck with that, Mike. <laughs> as an as a fellow they'll Irish individual, fucking, they'll probably send Antifa to your house. Oh God! <laughs> so uh, now let's talk a little bit about Rudy Gobert. You guys have been saw yeah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he started this. No, no, no. He yeah, had. He had these comments now, right? Because you know how they're all in the bubble, right? Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year, shut down the whole league. And Oklahoma City, by the way. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> well, hold on. No, so continue. How they're playing in this bubble now, right? Yeah. Rudy Gobert already tested positive for Corona. Yes. After making a joke about it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now, fast forward to now. He's talking about how it's pathetic that they have a, 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 a policy where they tell on the players if they're not following the COVID rules. And he said it's like a, a rat thing and it's a snitch thing because there are rumors of fucking women already getting invites into the bubble to fuck. That's like you well, said a couple episodes ago how these so, NBA players. <laughs> So oh, stop you fucking. Got COVID, you <laughs> joked about COVID. You got COVID. You apologized about joking about it and then getting it. And now you're saying people are rats because they don't want random ass fucking women in your fucking bubble giving more people COVID. Like, yo, you can't keep your dick in your pants for five fucking minutes. You can't not cheat on your wife for five fucking minutes. <laughs> yo, Shout out to Tristan Thompson. Are the fucking worst. And COVID, God rest his soul. It's no fucking better. They're all the fucking worst. They're well, all people. They all cheat on their wives. They're all terrible people. Fuck the NBA. This is why I don't like basketball. Mm-hmm. Also I mean, because you're honestly, a Nick fan, too. Well, yeah, that helps. Yes, that helps. And that, that, that's has no chance of winning. That's, it's easy to not watch a sport when your team is the fucking worst. Yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't a fan of the NBA even prior to the Thunder, and I'm really not much of a huge NBA fan even with the Thunder. Let's understand yeah. the reason why Mike's audio quality is not so good is because he's playing fucking FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is not in his office currently. Um, he is busy playing FIFA, a somewhat of a dying sport in soccer. Uh, yeah. And by the way, I suck at it. Or as I have to call it, pussy so, ball. So, yeah, this is pretty fucking infuriating to me. And <laughs> of then course. on top of that today, on top of that today, I'm sorry, it's Kyle Vent time. Yes, <laughs> my favorite. Fucking new era caps. They stabbed me in the back. 
They have a first they lay off all their employees for like no fucking reason. And then when Buffalo says, hey, what's going on? Why are you laying everybody off? You're fucking killing us here. They turn around and say, oh, we want to pull out of our contract naming rights. I hope the Bills bang them over the fucking head to let them out of that contract. I hope they take everything from that fucking company. And no, I won't be wearing, I will not be buying new fucking, well, no, I like their hats, so I'm probably going to have to buy them. <laughs> Still. They're happy. Yeah, I don't know what the, what the fuck is my field going to be called then. It's always Ralph Wilson to me. Yeah. It's always Ralph Wilson Stadium, and it'd be nice if they went back to it. But realistically, they're going to want money, so uh, we're going to see. We're gonna, the, the, but one thing's for sure, um, the home of the Bills will have a new name this year. I love Kyle Rant time. I no love it. No longer the cap. What? Kyle Rant time was my favorite time of this show. <laughs> Just uh, listen. To, got, you're the Stephen A. Smith of the show. <laughs> like you got these fucking clown NBA players, and then you got. Uh, uh, Rudy fucking Gobert of all people. Of all fucking people. Of all people. Like, Are you? this Luka Dekonic or whatever. Luka Doncic. Whatever this fucking name. If it was him, I'd be like, okay, fine. The guy wants to fucking school. Rudy Gobert? Really, bro? Fucking really? <laughs> it's like it's like you said a couple episodes ago. I'm worried about the NBA because these NBA players love to fuck. <laughs> they do. And, well, and they, they do. But this guy already got the fucking Rona. He already got it, and he's already oh. looking to get it again. We all know one guy that can save us from this virus: Magic Johnson. Uh. <laughs> If there's yeah, one guy who knows how to cure a virus, it's him. <laughs> if there's I'll one, take the Corona over what he's got. For real. <laughs> yep. Well, at least the Corona's and curable. By the way, by the way, he got that virus because he was a basketball player who loved to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epidemic in the NBA. They're all sex addicts. They are. <laughs> <laughs> this is hysterical. <laughs> It's funny. It really is funny. Like, who doesn't like the fuck? Everybody loves sex. It's a great thing. Everybody loves it. But, like, to the point where you're going to argue with the media to sneak couples into your fucking hotel? Come on, bro. After you got caught looking like a clown. Like, you literally joked about the corona. Got it. Had to apologize. And you're going to come out and talk about people are... are are being rats and ridiculous because they don't want random bitches up in your hotel every night? Come on, dude. Like, what a dirtbag that guy is. Well, let's all be clear. The NBA players are clowns. I mean, judging by their outfits, they are clowns. Well, this is what happens when you go straight to fucking pros from high school, uh, from high school and you get no kind of life experience and education. Yep. You fucking show it. Yep. Look at LeBron. LeBron's a fucking idiot. Anybody who listens to LeBron talk or anything about it, he's a fucking moron. Yeah. Jordan, and you listen to Jordan talk and you listen to LeBron talk, you can immediately tell who went to college. 
Yep. And ended four years of college. Yeah. Jordan went four and years of college, right? Money will show that, too, at the end, because Jordan will have more money than LeBron when, it, when it's all said and done. Yeah. Well, let's not forget, Jordan was also an egotistical maniac. Yeah, but he was a likable one. Yes, he was a likable, egotistical maniac. But and he was that. a dick. He was a dick, but everybody knew he was a dick. And he would come out and tell you he was a dick. Because that's Jordan who he was. Never said, Jordan never said, hey, why are you picking on me? I'm a nice guy. Jordan would be like, I'm the best. And I'm, I don't give a fuck what you think. He was humble, but he was also a dirtbag. He was not humble. Oh, yeah, right. Now, excuse me. Um, what was that fucking word? Modest? Uh, is it modest? Mm-hmm. Modest egotistical? Modest is not egotistical. Egotistical and modest are... Modest is the definition right. of humble. All right, good point. Egotistical is arrogant. Jordan was arrogant, but he had every right to be. He was the best basketball player to ever live and in the world, and at the same time, he didn't go around acting like a fucking martyr. LeBron's always talking, why does everybody pick on me? And and why does everybody hate me because I switched teams and made an all-star team? And why is all this hate for everybody's haters? Jordan said, I don't give a fuck about the haters. Yep. I don't give a fuck about any of you. I'm going to make my money and I'm going to play golf and fuck you. That was Jordan's attitude. Yep. And I respect that. Bless you. Thank you. Jordan said, I'm cheap. I don't want to give back. I'm cheap. Fuck other people. I don't care about people. I respect that. Yeah. Just tell me how it is. Meanwhile, people are saying that LeBron is the greatest player ever because of all sorts of shit he's done that Jordan has done also. But Jordan didn't give a fuck about what you thought. Yeah, exactly. I respect the shit out of that. I don't respect the guy who cries when people don't like him and and then goes and, and tries to be a mouthpiece for a culture when he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And then turn around when somebody ha- is, is having the same struggle in a different country and you say, oh, well, don't mention that because that's going to cost me money. <laughs> don't act like you're a nice guy and be an asshole. If you're going to be an asshole, be an asshole. My whole life I've been an asshole and I've been pretty fucking upfront about it. Yep. At least you're honest about it. You're honest about it. Yeah. I mean, you didn't give a fuck. I've always been arrogant. I've always been arrogant. Perks of being a New Yorker. I've always been kind of a dickhead. And I've always made and said jokes that I was not supposed to make. But I'd be the first to tell you that. I wouldn't sit here and tell you I'm an altar boy and I'm a... And... And I'm, I'm a good, clean-cut guy because I was never that thing. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. I'm trying to become a better person. I'm trying to do better. But I can't run away from the fact that for the past 34 years that I have been a dick. Yeah. But I never said I wasn't. Yep. LeBron has this whole fake image of, of, of being somebody he's not. Correct. I'm talking way too much. You guys take over. I'm All right. sorry. All right. We'll transition to the next segment quickly. All right. So we transition now from the third to last of our NFL preview series with the AFC West. So 
and we start with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's still weird to say. So, four and twelve record last five years. Four and twelve, five and eleven, nine and seven, eleven and five two years ago, and five and eleven last year. Key acquisitions. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I cannot see them being better than seven and nine. I think seven at nine is their ceiling. I will get. To, I, will, I was thinking more six and ten. I have them six and ten also. I have them at four and twelve. I think they're going to be awful. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst team in the league. I just think seven and nine as a ceiling is embarrassing. Yes. At best, I have them eight and eight. But worst case scenario, two and fourteen, worst team in the league. By far. I I could see it. Yeah, and now defensively they look good. Offensively they look meh. It's you have a rookie quarterback. You're gonna you're gonna have some hiccups, but he's not even gonna play. It's gonna be Tyrod Taylor. Tyron Taylor. Oh yeah, true, true. But I do have. All right, fine. Well, let's get this straight. You have to have a sick defense for Tyrod Taylor to win. Yeah, you would know. I would know. I know him in and out. And I'll tell you right now, uh, with that team, they ain't going to last long. You'll be seeing that rookie real fucking fast. So, I know I have this question um, as all my two thoughts. If the Chargers do start bad... Like, really bad. Oh, they will. Oh, they're going to. This team's be Who bad. gets traded first? Melvin Keenan Ingram? Allen. No. Melvin Ingram or Joey Bosa? Who gets traded first? Definitely Ingram. not Bosa. Yeah, Bosa wouldn't. You sure about that? I don't think I don't think either of them would get traded. I don't think anybody... Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. If the Bills called the Chargers right now and offered two firsts for Joey Bosa, would you do it? You, you of all people, I, Kyle, I know you. You would do that trade. Yeah, I probably two firsts. I don't know. I'm. What would you trade okay. for Joey Bosa? What would you trade for Bosa? My max, a first and a second. Okay, See, that's what I was. Kind of that's what I was too. thinking also. Because if I, I think Bosa's that good, and I think he, I'm not giving up two first round picks for anything less than a franchise quarterback. Okay, what you have so far? I do have good, but I've also I've also traded two first round picks for a fucking wide receiver that busted on me. So I'm a little fucking hesitant on doing that. And who I forget who was that. Sammy Watkins. That was that was mm-hmm. two first for Sammy Watkins, really? Yep. Yeah. Jeez. But Mike, would you tra- if if Von Miller is hesitant on coming back to the Broncos, would you trade for Melvin Ingram? Well, I would, yeah, because you know, again, if you look at it, I mean, we'll touch this on on the Denver Broncos, but Von Miller starting to end his prime, so now he's gonna he's starting to exiting his prime. And he's starting to be kind of on the not down his slope, but he's you know, he's starting to get older. Yeah. And so, for a younger back, I would. 
I would trade for Bosa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking lootly. Now... I'd definitely trade for him. Well, no, it wouldn't be a terrible... Joey Bosa's a better pass rusher than Clowney. Well, by far, yeah. By far? Yeah. Oh, I can imagine Joey Bosa on my defense. Oh. It gives me all tingly inside. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Do you think the Chargers could trade Keenan Allen too? Or Mike Williams? I think Williams gets traded first before Keenan Allen. No, because Allen's been there so long, they might just be like... They might just want to get him to... He might just be like, oh, I did my time. Get me somewhere I can win. Mm -hmm. True. And his contract is not that bad also, right? I don't think it is, no. Jeez. This looks like a terrible fucking team now. Oh, this... Yeah, this team's gonna... What, what was your preview for this team, Dan? I yeah, had I, them. I got there yet? At, I had them at worst two and fourteen. I had their projected record six and ten, though. Six and ten, five and eleven, but at worst two and fourteen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'd say probably three or four wins, probably. All right, let's go to the Raiders. Um. Do you see a quarterback change incoming? As I do. No, oh, absolutely. I do. Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. What, Derek Carr? Derek Carr for Marcus Mariota. Oh, no. Oh, no. What does is, what is, uh, Stephen A. Kyle have to say? How about Kyle A. Smith? Just, there we go. I just don't... <laughs> I don't... What is Mariota really going to give you that car can't? Mobility? I guess legs. Mobility. But even then, you're downgrading his his arm. Well, yeah. Derek Carr was a phenomenal deep thrower last year. He was like, like top three in the league in deep throw percentage. He was that good throwing deep. Derek Carr is the better quarterback. Fair. So, I, I, do I see them pulling the plug for Mariota? No. All right. How do you think no, this... No, I don't. This defense looks okay, though. Max Crosby's an animal, though. He's a good player. Who do you have the, who do you have the Raiders start on defense? Um, Cleveland Farrell, Jonathan Hankins, Maurice Hurst, Max Crosby... Nick Kwiatkowski, Corey Littleton, Kyle Wilbur, Prince of Mucamara, Jonathan Abram, LaMarcus Joyner, Damon Arnett, and Trayvon Mullen. I love the front seven. Not bad. I love the front seven. But offensively, they look really good. They overachieved last year. True. Mm-hmm. So do you think they're somewhere in the 7-9, 8-8 range? Six and nine. ten, seven and nine. I'd sit there around there. All right. To the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the Broncos, I mean, they had a fun offseason. I'll tell you that. They really did. 
Um, well, it yeah. looks like you have your quarterback finally. Hopefully. In Drew Locke. But and we do. Uh, receivers, I have Sutton, Judy, Tim Patrick, and KJ Hamler. With Fenton Hireman at tight end, Royce Freeman in the flex. Defensively, they still look really good. Especially in the front seven. Adding Casey's huge. Yeah, we got to kill out of that. I'll take his contract. Seventh though. round pick for Jarrell Casey. That's awesome. Yeah. That really is awesome. Do we all agree with 10 and 6? Uh, I'm in the, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm in the 10, 6, 11, or 5 range. I'm I in think the, t- the worst. I think worst case scenario is nine to seven. I think worst case six and ten. Yeah, I'm not going to take Mike's worst case. I'm going to say nine and seven. I'm the only ten win team. Got it. Come I mean, if you think. To be about honest it. with you, to be honest with you, if Locke doesn't take a step forward and Locke doesn't play really well, to be an eight and eight team. Maybe they look good. They look really good though. On paper, well, I love they look good, I'm sure. The defense looks good. The offense, you have great. You have the receivers. You have the running game. The offensive line is a little fucking suspect. Yeah. To be honest, it's a little suspect. Garrett well, Bowles, Dalton Reisner. If you can't protect a quarterback like Locke, you're going to have throwing game issues. If you have any throwing game issues... You have it is interceptions. going to be a problem. I saw this team. I played this team last year. Yep. And they could. They we were looking for ways to keep them into the game. Yep. Looking for ways to keep them in the game. And they just kept fucking handing it back and handing it back and handing. The I had never seen a passing offense as fucking pathetic as that was last year. No offense, Mike. I'm just. I'm giving you my honest assessment. See, I, I personally think Garrett Bowles will get benched. I, I don't think he even starts. I think Elijah Wilkinson on the left tackle. Uh, yeah, but that's I think, not. That's I think not, he gets that's to start. Not like, that's not like you're you're throwing in a, a fucking Pro Bowl or a or a or a headline signing upgrade. That's just another guy you hope that's going to do well. You need a I left tackle. Like he's not proof. I liked Bowles coming out of college. Yeah, to point Kyle out, he's not proven yet. Which one talking about, Wilkinson or, or Boyle or Bowles? Bowles. Both of them. Well, I'm not selling Bowles at all. I think it's time for him to go. But what is it? Wilkinson is is proven? I, he'd be my starter from get-go over Bowles. But, all right, just because he's your starter and the best available option, rank him in the league to other right tackles. Left tackle. Left. Uh, well, he'd probably be bottom, bottom 30, I'm sure. but Bottom 30. That ain't good for a blind side on a fucking quarterback who is going into his first real season. Would you take Dwayne Brown over him? Fuck yeah. Good. Because he's 35. And Jamarco Jones is is incoming. I'm just saying I I need to see this work. Let's I get to the Chiefs before we get on track. To throw the ball. I need this is a passing league where you live and die on the pass. 
Good. I need to see this team be able to throw the ball. If they're able to throw the ball, they very well could be an 11-5 and five team, especially with the schedule they have. And the receivers that they, they have, they too. If they can't throw the ball and Locke has any issues, that shit can fucking... Destroy you. Their schedule you. is super soft. So I can't sit here and say that this team is going to lose. I'd be very surprised if they lose eight or more games. All very right. surprised. Same here. All right. Kansas City, the reigning world champions, which sickens Mike to the core. And Kyle. I mean, doesn't sicken me too much. I'm kind of happy for the fans of Kansas City. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. Brett Veach. Fourth season as the GM of the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, so they didn't really. They did a lot of spending in terms of their own. Uh, Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes, more importantly. $56 million per year between the two guys. That's crazy. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. I don't think so either. <coughs> I don't think so either. I think with the coronavirus and the Super Bowl hangover put together and Mahomes getting paid like that, I think they take a step back. I still think they win division. I think they have a cakewalk schedule. I think they win division. I think they maybe win a game. They win a game in the playoffs. But I don't think they win. I don't think they go back to back. You don't think they go back to the Super Bowl? No. Good, because I don't either. I don't think either. Well, the biggest question still is how you know, how are we going to keep this team together two, three years down the road? I don't think they're worried about that right now. You know? Yeah. If they win another Super Bowl or, or another two Super Bowls, they're not going to give a fuck about three years down the road. Well, their cap situation makes otherwise. That's a horrible cap situation they're going to be in. Because yeah, but you know what? If you have two, three Lombardi trophies, you, you fucking did what you needed to do. You got your dynasty. True. And if you have Mahomes at that point, uh, maybe he fucking elevates people. Maybe. And if Andy, if Andy Reid's still around, they can find ways to win with subpar talent with Mahomes and Reid. But. The whole thing is you got to get it done again. Yeah. Can't so, just be one and done. You got to do it again, and I don't see them doing it again. So you think they're – because I have them with the three seed in the AFC. Guess who I have the two? I have them at, I have them at 14 and two. They're probably going to be the one seed. I See, I have differently. I have Buffalo I them above them. 13 and three. I have the Bills finishing ahead of Kansas City. Really? Yes. Don't know about that one. And I think the Ravens. I think the Ravens stay put where they are at the one seed. Oh, I don't know about that. That's a. They got a cake schedule, dude. Well, they're in a division that's still not proven at all in regards to Kansas City. Um, yeah, I mean, they play the Raiders twice. They play the Chargers twice. And, you know. They play no Denver offense, twice, I, too. They beat the shit out of you guys last year. With Locke. 
you know? And without Bradley Chubb, also. Bradley Chubb's yeah. also coming back from the ACL tear. That's true. And don't forget Bryce Callahan. I think he's going to be back and healthy. And, and of course, Bradley Chubb. No, I think we'll be better off. I mean, obviously, it's going to be uh, talent-wise. We're nowhere near him. But I think we split with him this year. But uh, they still win the division easily. Yeah. All right. Let's transition segments real quick. Things are hurting in places they should not be hurting. <laughs> no, seriously. I believe it. Believe that. It hurts like shit. Like my legs hurt, my back hurts. Gee, I feel like a fifty-year-old man. Good God. God damn. So this is why Stephen A. Smith is so cranky all the time. Because everything hurts. I like Stephen A. I'm 22, goddamn. I should not be hurting like this. Well, I also haven't ran in four years. Yeah, see, that's my problem. I haven't ran in forever. Yeah. You should try it. It helps. Yeah, I need to. I'll send you a playlist. How about that? I'm what the fuck you. was that? No, that's my cat. Ah, right. Little cat. Oh, God. Sorry about that. How could Philadelphia have fans in not Buffalo? I don't know. For real. And it's a way to be And then Denver and and Denver and New England's uh, lower capacity. And Buffalo gets nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fucking insane. Yep. I can guarantee our rates are less than theirs. Probably. Probably. Uh, so there's been a lot of uh, money handed out over the last uh, couple weeks in the NFL. Uh, most oh, notably yeah. in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones combined $57 million a year between those two. Which is crazy. Um... Miles Garrett also got a hefty payday this morning. $25 million a year for five years for the Browns' defensive end. Let us not forget, he is probably a wanted felon for striking Steelers quarterback yeah. Mason Rudolph in the face. I don't care that he did that. I, I care that he lied about a racist comment. He did. That's what I care about. I, I the, the fact that he did that, I could have forgiven him. But the fact he said, oh, he called me the N-word, and nobody else on the field fucking said that he did, was the most coward, pussy fucking thing you could do in that situation. You know, I'm not... He's a, a fucking scumbag. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. What'd you he's drink? the fucking Rudy Gobert of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that should be, we should call that the we should call that Rudy Gobert and Miles Garrett the same people. <laughs> yeah. The name of this episode should be fucking Rudy Gobert. <laughs> How to with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> fucking Rudy Gobert. Fucking, Gobert. fucking Rudy I'm Gobert. Just, how fucking dare him? <laughs> and just think, Kyle, when he made fun of COVID, it was in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Really? I mean, and yeah. then he got it. 
contracts um so i want to get to this story that i uh i lost my mind there was just one particular day last week i think where i just unloaded text messages on you guys (laughs) i just unloaded text messages and i probably felt like i was losing my mind so I gotta go find that, but it was, oh god, it was funny. Uh, it was, I think, if I were to tell what I said, it probably would take forty-five minutes. It was crazy. Forgot where it was. Uh, regardless of the point, um, so you guys know. For those who don't know, I am a avid Seahawks fan for the National Football League, uh, the National Football League Seattle Seahawks, and there is not a time in my life where I don't complain about Pete Carroll. Mm. Pete Carroll, who is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks and the president of football operations for the team. So every single decision that John Schneider, the general manager of the team, makes, he goes to Pete and get his and get his approval. On said decision. So, um, allow me to express my frustrations again. So, Pete Carroll, from time and time again, has handcuffed Russell Wilson, probably the best player in franchise history. Probably. Not probably. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He is the best player in franchise history by oh, a mile yeah. right now. He surpassed Walter Jones. He surpassed yeah. Big Walter. Oh, yeah. He surpassed Walter Jones and probably Steve Largent too. Probably. Yes. You're using a lot of probablys here. I, I okay. like Steve Largent. He's not, of course, he's an Oklahoman, but uh, he definitely passes Steve Largent though. Fair. He yes. passes everybody. What you your yeah. only fucking Super Bowl? Yeah, true. And the right you got. All right, all right, all right. Yes, he's the best player in team history. All right, shut up, both of you. All right, but regardless, (laughs) Pete Carroll constantly cripples Russell Wilson and handcuffs Russell Wilson, their franchise quarterback and the best player in team history. There, I said it. You're both happy now? Okay. So, (laughs) look at the offensive linemen that Russell Wilson has had to deal with and the receivers that this man has been dealing with. He only just got receivers. It's going to be until he's 40 years old. Until, oh, God, Kyle's getting the phone out. What is he doing? No, no, I'm, I'm with you. And so the projected starters, according to OurLads.com, for the Seattle Seahawks offensive line is the following. Dwayne Brown, left tackle. Ethan Posick, left guard. B.J. Finney, who was a backup his whole career with Pittsburgh. Never played. Phil Haynes, fourth-round pick last year. Cedric O'Brien, who was a first-round bust with the Bengals, by the way. Signed with the Jaguars last year. Didn't play a single fucking snap for them. And signs a $5 million deal with the Seahawks. Brandon Shell, who Jet fans know, has been garbage. 
his whole career with the Jets. He got $11 million. This man got $11 million. Two years. Five and a half million. How the fuck? And so their their biggest problem was the offensive line. Well, the, the one of their biggest problems last year was the offensive line. Their biggest problem has been defense the last couple the last few years. They, when you when you give up on average of 150 yards rushing a game for a season with the players that they've had, that's crazy. And I'm focusing strictly on the offensive line right now. Dwayne Brown, who's a fossil at 35 years old, still a really good player, but a fossil at 35 years old making $15 million a year for the next two years. Okay? Ethan Postick was a natural center, drafted out of LSU as a center. He's the starting left guard. B.J. Finney, who never... who never, He got a two-year deal... Six million a year to be probably the new center for Justin Bray, who's gone, who was an average center at best. Yes, he was a pro bowler at center. He had one good year and has been garbage since that. DJ Fluker cannot pass protect for his life. He's gone. Mikey <clears throat> Potty, same situation. Can't pass protect to save his life. He's still on the team. Okay? Jamarco Jones, who I who I praise, drafted in the fifth round out of Ohio State as a tackle. Natural at right tackle. He is the backup to Dwayne Brown. Why is this motherfucker not the starting right tackle? Why? Why? I don't know. I'm getting a headache right now. And Posick is a natural center. He is. I understand. Pete's a really good, he makes up for being a really good coach. Probably the second or third best coach in the league. But fucking hell, man. Handcuffing a Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson. Handcuffing this man. Or he's limiting what he can do. Russell Wilson can throw for five thousand yards a season and for <clears throat> and forty touchdowns a year. He is Drew Brees with flex. It is infuriating to me. It is so fucking frustrating. Now, I get it. The whole all over Seattle sports radio and Seattle Twitter is saying, hashtag, let Russ cook. Okay, Pete said out, oh, just because you have a Hall of Fame quarterback doesn't mean you, you need to throw the football all the time. Okay, I get it. I get it. So why do you give Russell Wilson trash linemen? Why? Okay. I would have felt more better. I would have felt a lot better had they let Clowney walk and signed Jack Conklin. The right tackle of the, of the Titans. And then, but that, or, let me rephrase that. Sign Jack Conklin, then sign Clowney. Instead of bringing in Benson Mayoa, who was here for a cup of coffee in 2013. Average player... And your first-round pick is a Texas Tech linebacker who was a two-year starter with the Red Raiders in Texas Tech, 
Big 12 linebacker. Have you seen Big 12 defenders lately? Mike, you can speak to this. Big 12 defenders are shit. The entire conference cannot defend for shit. And you're telling me that well, gets a first-round pick. I think he could and I've seen, obviously seen him play many times, of course, but I just thought they could have done better in the first round. I, that's was a disappointing first-round pick. I'm oh. not going to lie. Isaiah Wilson was right there. Josh Jones, who can play both sides of the offense on the tackle position on the offensive line, was right there. You you could have taken Trey Adams in the seventh round. But no, you took a backup tight end at LSU named Steven Sullivan. But no, Trey Adams goes to the Bills as an undrafted free agent. Not saying he's not saying it's not a good spot in Buffalo, but are you trying to win another Super Bowl or are you trying to tank? I think he's trying to have longevity. Yeah, I do too. I get it, but Russell Wilson's approaching thirty-three years old. He's approaching thirty-three. You're not going to have a lot of Russell Wilson. Hell, how do you think Andrew Luck's career was destroyed? Huh? Fair. Am I wrong? Oh, ask Denver. That's why, you know. Oh. You don't have an offensive line. You did win that Super Bowl on the back of the defense, though. You, yes, you won oh, a defense. Super Bowl. Well, with yeah, the third greatest defense, you won a Super Bowl with the third greatest defense in NFL history. I with mean, the third best defense in NFL history. The offensive line wise, the offensive, offensive line, line since Russell, anything. we have not had a good offensive line since Walter Jones and Sean Locklear were the two tackles. Since Chris Gray was around, since Tyler Columbus. And Chris Spencer. Since 2009. Alright, you got some misses. Russell Okun was a first round pick. A walking turnstile. This man cannot stay healthy to save his life. And he's still in the league. Yeah, I was saying, he, he couldn't stay healthy at the Denver either. Jermaine Ifedi. Don't get me fucking started on him. Jermaine Fetty was a first-round pick. Led the league in penalties for four straight years. That's, that's insane. George Fant was probably the future right tackle for the Seahawks. Maybe left tackle, too. He got $30 million from the Jets. Jermaine Effetti, who was the starting right tackle for the Seattle Seahawks for three consecutive years, got $2 million from the Chicago Bears. The, the, the fuck? The fuck? What am I missing here, guys? What am I missing? Brino Giacomini. Another one. Same situation. Walking penalty machine. You say Tom Cable was a good offensive line coach. Oh, really? 
He was a good offensive line coach. Why does Russell Wilson keep getting sacked for the most times in the National Football League? Why? Where, where's Dante Scarnecchia when you need him? Where is he? He's retired, is he? I believe so. Dante Scarnecchia, the Patriots line coach. He retired, right? I believe so. Mike, I will trade you a first-round pick from Mike Munchak right now. <laughs> I will. And Seattle's a draft first-round picks well. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Aaron Curry in 2009? Aaron Curry, yep. prime example. Another one, Rashad Penny. He led the league in scrimmage. He led college football in scrimmage yards. Two straight years. Back-to-back, 2,300-yard rusher. Can't use him right. The fuck? It gets better. LJ Collier, when your biggest problem was still the offensive line, you took him in the first round. You had two first-round picks in that draft, the 2018 draft. You had two first-round... 2019 draft, excuse me. You had two first-round picks. The fuck? Oh, God. So, Dan, what what if Seattle doesn't reach the expectations as... Let's say, let's say they... Uh, don't win the division, they make it well, to here's the thing. If division around and lose. What, if, what's going to happen? Well, here's the thing. Forward? If they don't win the division and still make the playoffs, that's fine. If they win the division and lose in the first round, that's fine. If they get... Alright. If they finish under 500 or worse, I'm firing everyone. Everyone. Pete Carroll, not John Schneider. Pete Carroll, Brian Schottenheimer, Ken Norton Jr. Brian Schneider, the special teams coach. I'm firing. I'm firing all the coaches. Everyone. Restart the whole coaching. Restart the coaching tree. Restart it, and hire Jim Schwartz to be the head coach or somebody. I blame Kyle for getting me hooked on Jim Schwartz. All those years ago. I blame Jim Schwartz can coach. Yes, I'm aware he can coach. <laughs> I blame Kyle for that. Thank you. Ugh, that's enough ranting from me. That's enough ranting from my ass. So, do, do I expect you to, to show up to my apartment, sun's out, guns out, or no? I'm going to be completely naked. Oh, dear fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a headache. I'm losing my mind. Bike is still playing pussy ball. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm just sitting here now watching. What's the, the score uh, now? Ten to nothing? Uh yeah. Really? How about that? Oh yeah. Luckily there's only thirty more seconds left, so this <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So sometime next week. Or sometime in the near future, we will do the NFC West, and then we'll round off our NFL preview series with the AFC East, and then we'll do. Oh a- boy, we already know who's gonna win that. <laughs> the New England Patriots. Ew. 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 
Bach breaks his leg for scary. Don't worry, Bradley, Trev, and Von Miller will come after Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, like, and, last and break. year we'll you the hey, fuck yeah. up. Go Hawks. We got, we got everybody <laughs> now next this year. Oh, okay. Wow, you had injuries like every team yep. doesn't. Spare me. Spare me. Hey, Kyle. You got beat. Kyle. Crazy, you got beat. Kyle. There's no way to candy coat a beaten. You who got comes beat. to Who comes to Buffalo November 9th? You do. I'm more worried about you guys than the Broncos, that's for sure. Thank you. I, I appreciate know. that. I'd be more worried about Denver because you come to Mile High. I appreciate what? that. What? What does that matter? You, you, we all know the teams that come to Mile High that the altitude. Nobody can get adjusted to enough to it. Uh, Kansas City Josh would like to. probably be able to throw the whole field. <laughs> True can you imagine if Josh and, Allen? And your hold on. team, maybe this year. You're right. Maybe this year, since it's in Denver, you'll score six points instead of three. You'll double <laughs> you. <laughs> so we're finishing up the episode of just trashing each other's teams. He wanted to go there. I don't know why. That was out of nowhere. Mike, come on now. Heal. <laughs> As you're playing I don't soccer. Know where somebody, I don't know where somebody can, can trash talk like that after getting beat 20-3 to 3 the year before. Hey. I mean. I still love my team regardless. I mean, you, you trashed Seattle after losing 43-8 to 8 in the Super Bowl. Hey, but it's a one-yard line, dude. Yeah. Now, what? You were on the one-yard line the whole game? That was one play. You can't blame a game on one play. Suddenly, my thoughts and my deepest fears have come true. The one-yard line. The one-yard line has scared me once again. (laughs) Fucking hell, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. I know. It is. Oh, all right. Have a good night, everyone. To out there in the podcast world, we will see you, you guys. guys. Well, we will. You see guys you. have a fantastic day tomorrow. We will see you guys another time. And Peace fuck out. Rudy Gobert. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, fuck Rudy Gobert, especially. All right, guys.